You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on a stand. And it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they may see your good works. And give glory to your Father in heaven. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And the light of the world is for everyone. Welcome to day four of the 21 days of prayer. I am glad to be spending this time with you, and I believe that God will absolutely honor uh, our investment as we spend 21 days in prayer. I want to share with you a story today, an unusual story from the Old Testament. Uh, maybe you've read it before, maybe you haven't, um, but the, here, here's the deal. This, this story comes from 2 Kings chapter 6 and 7, and here's what's going on. The, the area of Samaria, or the city of Samaria, is under siege. They are completely surrounded by a foreign empire, and there is a severe famine that's going on. Uh, you can, if you go to 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 25, you will see how great this famine is. It says this in, in 6.25, there was a great famine in the city. The siege lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 shekels of silver, that's two pounds of silver, and a quarter cab of seed pods for five shekels, and a quarter cab of seed pods was about a half a pint. Um, now, most Bible translations will add a footnote that says seed pods was really just another way to describe dove's dung. That's right, dove's dung. So you heard me right. We're talking about a severe shortage of food in this city. These people are hungry, inflation is skyrocketing, and there is very little food left because the enemy has surrounded the city. To give you a further picture of how desperate the times were, um, there's a story of two women, uh, and they were complaining to the king of Israel because she had made, they had made an agreement. These two ladies had made an agreement with each other. And you read their agreement in chapter 6, verses 28 and 29. It says, Then he, the king, asked her, What's the matter? And she answered, This woman said to me, Give up your son so we may eat him today, and tomorrow we'll eat my son. So we cooked my son and ate him. The next day I, I said to her, give up your son so we may eat. But she had hidden him. Understand that we are talking about a very awful situation that Samaria is going through in their city. Now, fast forward into chapter 9 or chapter 7. Chapter 7, we meet some guys who have leprosy, four guys to be exact. And they have an idea. And here's their idea. This is what they say. They say, if we do nothing, we're going to die. So let's walk into the enemy camp, and maybe they'll feed us. And if they don't, they'll kill us. We're no worse off because we're going to die anyway. So they walk into the enemy's camp. But before they get there, the Lord makes a noise. And it says this, the soldiers in the camp thought this noise sounded like approaching chariots and horses and like a great army, so they panicked and they fled, thinking they were about to be attacked. 
So when these hungry lepers walk into the camp, ready to surrender, nobody's there. They walk in, and there's a feast spread all over the table. These lepers thought that they were dead, but they just stumble onto this pot of gold. They've hit the jackpot. And they go into these tents, and they stuff their faces. There's more food than they can possibly eat. And they go to the next tent, and there's even more food, and they eat more, and they find silver, and they find gold, and they find clothes there as well. They can't believe it. Again, they have hit the jackpot. So they get this idea as they're gorging themselves on this food that they, they start hiding this stuff. They start hiding the food. They start hiding the good things. And in the midst of them stockpiling all this for themselves, they have an overwhelming thought that comes to their mind. And here's what it says in verse 9, chapter 7, verse 9. They say to each other, we're not doing right. This is a day of good news, and we are keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go out at once and report this to the royal palace. This provision is so large and the miracle so exciting and the news so wonderful that these lepers say it would be a crime for us to stay silent about this miracle. Let's go tell everybody else. People are eating doves' dungs and donkeys' heads when they could be feasting on this incredible provision. So they go back to the city and they tell everybody what they found. And everybody from the town comes out to the camp and finds food and finds riches and the entire city is saved. Now, the phrase that sticks out to me in this story is the part where it says, we're not doing right. This is a day of good news, and we are keeping it to ourselves. This is a day of good news, and we are keeping it to ourselves. Let's be honest. Since COVID has come along, and we started social distancing and wearing masks and interacting less and being isolated, I feel like I personally have kept Jesus to myself. Maybe you feel the same way. I feel like this, the light that Jesus has given me to shine, I have kept to myself. I feel like I've been keeping this good news of the gospel to myself when it comes to my personal relationships with people that I know and people that I know don't know Christ and are living in a dark world. I've become, you know, I come to church and, and, and I'm involved in life groups and I, I gorge myself on God's word and Jesus, but I don't share the, that good news with other people. It makes me feel kind of guilty, like I'm stockpiling this amazing grace that I found in Christ. I've been too casual being light, uh, uh, been too casual sharing the good news of Jesus Christ in my relationships. When I know that my friends who don't know Christ are poking around the garbage heaps of life, uh, looking for dove's dung uh, relationally, and they're looking for meaning in life that, they, that, there's no, that you know, they can't find meaning in this life, this world that we live in. They go from bar to bar, toy to toy. Uh, they go from fun fix to fun fix, lover to lover, fad to fads, hobbies to hobbies. Uh, they try and then they crash and then they try again and they crash. And here I am holding on to the key to everlasting life, life abundant, peace, hope, you name it. It's found in Christ and here I am holding on to it. It's not right for us to keep the good news of Jesus just to ourselves. So today, 
I'm reminding you as I remind myself, have you found food, spiritual, eternal riches? It's not right that we keep it to ourselves. So let's keep praying. God, show me how to be light. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I do thank you for the many blessings that, I, that you have blessed me with in Jesus Christ. And God, I, I pray uh, that you would help me and those who hear my voice in First Christian Church especially. God, help us not to hoard Jesus, not to stockpile Jesus and his grace and riches, but to share those with people. Um, put in our minds, put in our hearts, put in our lives people, uh, names and faces that, God, we need to share Christ with and give us the boldness and the courage to reach out and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.